Hello there. You are listening to Radio Local. That's News Relations podcast in collaboration with India's community radio stations. There are more than 400 of them in India. It's a special project because it involves truly local reporters. These are people who actually know and interact with their subjects over many days, even months. I think it will yes. make all the points very clear. You can also include what subjects, what all subjects may be of interest. Uh, In case you're wondering how we came up with this idea, here's a short backstory. In early 2022, I was in Rameshwaram, a cacophonous fishing village in southeastern India. I was there for a workshop to teach folks how to record, mix audio, that kind of stuff. The fisher folk I was teaching were familiar with radio thanks to Kadal Osai, a community radio station. La call panninga poojiyam 4573231318 poojiyam indengalukku thodarnu inichirunga idu nama kadal osai fm 90.4 kadal osai or sound of the ocean in tamil a south indian language was run by gayatri usman when they listen to our radio they should be either benefited financially or mentally or for their life somewhere they should be benefited Kadal Osai aired interviews relevant to the community, like a program drilling the significance of life jackets, for instance, or the pitfalls of open defecation. These guys were the best, and we were lucky to have Gayatri handhold us in curating Radio Local, an authentic, from-the-ground audio documentary series. I have heel clicked and fist pumped about collaborating with these reporters who are so good. They have a social, historical and political context with the hyper local stories they narrate. That's a rarity. So, fix your earplugs and tie your shoelaces before you get on with your run or do that errand and complete your chores listening to a story of Radio Local. One of this news relationship production focuses on South India. This germ of an idea transformed to reality because of the good folks at the Community Radio Association of India and Rohini Nalakani Philanthropies. Our third story was reported by Zeenat Rabia of Kadal Osai, Gayatri's colleague based in the South Indian town of Rameshwaram. It's a story about a boy called Alauddin that they know quite closely. So, Suzinath, so how did you come across this story? இங்க எடுத்துக்கிட்டீங்கன்னா எல்லார் மாதிரியும் கிடையாது இங்க ரொம்பவே நல்ல ஊட்டச்சத்து கிடைக்கிற ஒரு இடம் நல்ல இடம் நல்ல மீன்லாம் சாப்பிடுவாங்க எல்லாருமே In our district, food and nutrition has never been an issue. people have always had enough to eat said zinat what she means to say is that even if there isn't money to buy vegetables or any other meat there's always fish steamed fried curried and dried but 
things were beginning to change and that's when Zenith was determined to talk about this transformation personified by Alauddin. ஏ நம்ம இதை பத்தி பேசக்கூடாது அதுவும் அலாவுதீனை வச்சே பேசக்கூடாது அப்படின்னு தோணுச்சுனா Who is Alauddin and what was his story? Let's find out in Radio Local's third episode, Starved. Zenith and her colleague Lenin Raj had recorded their story and as an editor, I had a few follow-up questions. That's when I got a WhatsApp voice message from Lenin. Ma'am, hi ma'am. Actually, what happened is that we have to go to the house and go to the house. We have to go to the house and go to the house. Alauddin, Lenin said, was nowhere to be found. As you heard previously, he was the subject of our story, the protagonist of the narrative that was being reported by Kadal Osai Community Radio Station. But a few interactions later, he disappeared. Poof. They tried to look for him at his home, but he wasn't there either. Even until a few days ago, he was a regular at Kadal Osai's radio station. Hi, Na. Come here, Alauddin. Alauddin was from Rameshwaram, a thumbnail island in South India, a temple town sandwiched between fishing hamlets. Pilgrims took a dip in the Gulf of Manar to call and response choruses of fishermen yanking their horn. Child labour doesn't raise eyebrows in this coast. It's literally shrugged off. It's the norm. Scruffy, disheveled boys, including Alauddin, are often seen running errands for fishers, jumping into boats, wrestling buckets of fish and cleaning catch. Many of these boys look younger than they actually are. In this age of everlasting youthfulness, you may think, this is a blessing. not really Alauddin and his friends are small built because they eat paltry quantities of mostly nutritionally weak food many of them are actually stunted Alauddin actually namakku epdi theriyum appadina nammaloda community reporter Lenin nortavanga irukranga so andha payam vandu kadarkaraiki illati community kulla நம்ம ஊருக்குள்ளெல்லாம் போய் பைக்ஸ் எடுக்கிறது வீடியோஸ் எடுக்கிறதுலாம் வழக்கம் அப்படி ஒரு தடவை போயிருந்தம் போது அங்கே இருக்கிற ஒரு மீனவர் சொன்னார் இந்த இவனை எடுங்க ரொம்ப வாய் பேசுவான் கிளி குயில் மாதிரிலாம் கத்துவான் அவனை எடுங்க அப்படின்னொன்னே அவன் வந்து ஒரு சின்ன இன்ஸ்டாகிராம் வீடியோக்காக ஒரு ரீல் ஒன்று எடுத்தாங்க இட்ஸ் அ பர்சனல் ஸ்டோரி ஆஃப் சார்ட்ஸ் ஃபார் காயத்ரி உஸ்மான் ஹுரான்ஸ் கடல் ஓசை ஷீட் ஃபர்ஸ்ட் ஹேர்ட் அபவுட் அலாவுதின் த்ரூ அண்ட் இன்ஸ்டாகிராம் பேர்ட் மெமிக்ரி ரீல் டேக்கன் பை ஒன் ஆஃப் ஹர் ரிப்போர்ட்டர்ஸ் The fishermen that Kadalose journalists regularly bantered with for stories had pointed to Alauddin as a chatty kid with some amusing skills. Mm-hmm. 
Everything that Zenith Lenin and Gayatri told me about Alauddin reminded me of 19th century American writer Mark Twain's Huckleberry Finn. Even Indian author R.K. Narayan's money from his book Swami and Friends. Alauddin was a free-spirited and bold kid with a mind of his own. He had shaggy hair and wore soiled clothes like these protagonists. But he didn't seem to have feet as broad as Huck Finn's, nor was he big-built like money. He looked nearly six years younger than his actual age. That's Gayatri Usman again. She explains that if you ever met Alauddin, you would think he was about 10 years old. He was actually 16, an age where children see a massive growth spurt. A time where boys grow a light fluff of hair above their lips and their voices crackle and squeak? At 16, Alauddin had none of that. In recent years, fish catchers have plummeted due to warming waters, pollution and overfishing. The weakening rupee hasn't helped either. It's rocketed boat fuel costs, scotching holes in fisherfolk's pockets. Not only that, expensive petrol has raised transportation cost of basic necessities like vegetables and milk, bumping up their sticker prices, leading to food inflation. So now this once rich and nutritionally self-sufficient community that has always had access to protein-rich food in the form of fish is seeing a rise in malnutrition. Malnutrition stuns not just the body, but also the mind. India ranked behind even Pakistan in the 2022 Global Hunger Index, indicating weak food security. In fact, more Indians are undernourished today than two decades ago. It's a chronic, lifelong wound that cripples the performance of several children like Alauddin, forcing them to drop out of school. Alauddin stopped going to school after fifth grade. He just couldn't concentrate, he says. Moreover, with his father dead and his mother being mentally unstable, someone had to be the breadwinner. Around Rameshwaram, the fishy, salty air drifts into small classrooms of public schools where the din of distracted children and insensitive teachers can be deafening. Little surprise that Alauddin would rather roam the seas. Moreover, he had to fend for himself and his mother. Along with school, he discarded his childhood, taking on the role of a helper on fishing boats. Some evenings, he moonlighted in a restaurant serving food. 
There was no one to ask him about what he was doing, where he went, or what he'd eaten. A few weeks ago, when Alauddin came by to Karl Osei's office, Lenin chatted with him about what he had had for breakfast. Satna, roti. Once again, it was a flatbread made of refined flour and vegetable fat, called parotta. Refined flour is not just nutritionally deficient, but also rife with bleaching additives, which give the flour its distinct white color. The crispy, many-layered bread, called barotta, is delicious on the tongue. But the cheap vegetable fat used to cook it is notorious for stoking heart disease. These were empty, non-nutritive calories. Other foods that he commonly ate were a spicy and tangy fish gravy and a tamarind-infused soup called rasam, which is a South Indian speciality that is eaten mixed with rice. His family just couldn't afford to buy vegetables or lentils. While the fish gravy is protein-rich, rasam or the tamarind soup is quite low in its nutritive value. These weak meals impede not just physical but also brain development. But Alauddin tries to be practical. He told Zina that he just eats what he gets. Something was better than nothing. This child was wise beyond his age. Tamil Nadu has been a pioneer in providing nutritious meals at government schools since the 1950s. Labelled the Midday Meal Scheme, it was later adopted all around the country. These meals provided healthy food to children from poor homes and were aimed at boosting school attendance. Alauddin too benefited from these meals in his early years. But in fifth grade, a confrontation with his teacher dashed his dreams of an education. He was kicked out of school. These cruel episodes had turned Alauddin into a suspicious, untrusting child. Constantly facing a barrage of rough words and taunts from adults around him, he'd push back from any stern talker. Lenin, Zenith and Gayatri had delicately built a relationship with Alauddin. Their formula? Kind, encouraging words and food. Whenever any of them bumped into him, they gently suggested that he could come over to the radio station if he ever wanted to pick up reading, writing or math skills. They'd invite him over to the radio station for a chat, to watch a movie or even share a meal. Maths kanak pada ram cerita, ada orang kanak ramu mukia mata eva pada, kasu anggur ada kudu kerde, ini mario na visienggal na sambadi kerde nala, anda kanak ramu mata eva pada, so epok kutelu kari telu katik terkerde. Gayatri explains that Alauddin slowly opened up to reveal that he would like to learn math, 
a skill that would help him calculate his work hours and wages. He had begun to trust the people at Kadalosai and was willing to commit to study. During his lunch hour visits to Kadalosai, he'd end up sharing a meal with Gayatri. But years of starvation made it difficult for him to eat sufficient quantities of food and often he would just keep pecking at his plate. One reason for this is the depletion of gut bacteria in malnourished kids that also affects not just their appetite but also the absorption of food. This, in turn, makes it difficult for them to concentrate at a stretch. It's a vicious tornado of hunger, lack of education and poverty for many kids. அதாவது பார்க்க தான் குட்டிப்பையேன் ஆனால் அவன் வந்து ஒரு டீனேஜ் மனநிலையில் தான் அவனுக்கு இருக்குது அவனுடைய மெயின் நோக்கம் இப்போ என்னவாக இருக்குது அப்படின்னா மொபைல் வாங்கணும் அதில் கேம் விளையாடணும் அதுவும் இல்லாமல் அவங்க வீட்டில் அவன் மட்டும்தான் ஏர்னிங் பர்சன் அவனுக்கு அப்பா கிடையாது That's when Alauddin disappeared. And as Lennon mentioned in his message, there was no news of him. I worried about Alauddin and hoped for his safety. A week passed, I heard nothing from the Kadalosai folks. I went over the existing tape to see if I could piece things together. Ten days had passed and I saw a missed call from Lennon. Alauddin had reappeared at the radio station and one afternoon he said where were you the last 10 days we were looking for you said lenin i was at sea alauddin said lenin asked alauddin if he would be back the next day and he would continue studying daily na naale kadalukku veren nenikira poite poite adha ma sandra Alauddin responded that he'd be off to the sea once again. This time, he was going to be away for a month as he was part of a group that was going to go and live on another island and fish. You will stay there? Won't you be the only small boy amidst all these adults? Asked Lenin. Alauddin seemed confident enough. And he said, well, he knew two or three people on the crew and he'd definitely be able to manage. Gayatri believes that they can bring about some change in Alauddin's life. Though very, very slowly. Between his disappearances and appearances, they hoped to build his nutrition and also his math reading and writing skills. She believes that they have to go with the flow. Go with the flow. Nearly 70 years after the midday meal schemes were introduced, the Tamil Nadu government recently announced that they would also be offering breakfast to children in schools. which is a much needed step as more and more children seem to be malnourished in some of the most impoverished communities 
இருப்பாங்க <laughs> <laughs> ஸோ அவங்களுக்குலாம் ஏதோ நம்மளால முடிஞ்சது ஏதாவது பண்ணலாமா அப்படிங்கிற மாதிரி தோணுச்சு எனக்கு எனக்கு தோணுனது ஹி டசன்ட் ஈவன் ஹாவ் பேசிக் ஃபுட் நீட்ஸ் சாட்டிஸ்ஃபைட் ஜீனத் செட் ஸோ ஷி வண்டர் இஃப் தேர் சம்திங் தட் ஷீ குட் டூ ஃபார் கிட்ஸ் லைக் ஹிம் That's it for this episode. None of this would have been possible without the support of my fabulous associate producer Shiksha Jural, who has been an absolute pillar of support, walking her talk to design posters, logos, and planning our interactions and reportage. A big big thanks also to News Relations founder Vishal Arora who promptly thumbs up a teeny weeny germ of an idea that came to grow roots much much later. The folksy lilting background sound has been produced by Paul Jacob of Bodhi Music with folk artists from around South India and the mastering has been done by Chennai based G Sound Studio. That's it for this episode. Until next time. Bye bye. Il il you Il, 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 il